Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with easy-peasy loan approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Welcome, everybody, to Friday. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on the 7th day of October 2022. My name is Nick. Hey, everybody, there's Big J. Hey, here I am. Getting ready for the weekend, Big J. How does it feel? Are you ready? I know you got a busy Saturday, that's for sure. Yeah, I do. Uh, I imagine Sunday is filled with nothing but football. Yeah, And so there's your weekend all wrapped up in a nice little bundle. And it's going to be a fun one. Plus, you're headed out tonight, correct? Yeah, nothing more. And uh, in this moment, the cherry bombs tonight at the Rev Center. So going to be up uh, introducing nothing more on stage. Taking your daughter to a concert? Yeah, yeah. So Maddie um, and uh, her uh, girlfriend, Adara, um, are going to, they wanted to go. And Adara's mom uh, is a big fan of in this moment. So she wanted to go to the show. I'm like, let's go. Let's do it. I mean, like anytime my kids ask to go to a rock concert, I, first of all, I, I'm like, what's going on? What are, are you selling these tickets for something? Yeah, yeah. And I, I fall out of my chair. I'm like, oh my God. And then there's an interest in, and I'm like, yeah, I'll do whatever you need. Let's go. It's good, man. Family time. I like it. I like it. And you can enjoy it tonight as well as uh, Hell Week is getting ready to wrap up as far as concerts are concerned. Tomorrow, oh, man, of course, crazy last night. Clutch and Helmet, too. Yep, last night's sold out show at the Knitting Factory with Theory of a Dead Man and All Good Things for our Xmas in October show. We appreciate you going out and blocking things out. That's pretty awesome. And we will have some tickets to that Clutch and Helmet show, which is happening tomorrow. Something to keep in mind if you want to make some plans for Saturday evening. We could have you covered today. We also have a chance for you to enjoy a little thing called What You're Gonna Do, Fire Me Song of the Day. That's coming up for Big J. Some headlines. We might be able to talk about the lounge at the end of the universe today. So it should be a decent Friday. That is the idea anyway. But let's not forget that we also play music on this show to get started. Let's do some self-esteem here by The Offspring on 100.3 The X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, you may not know this, but beginning July 1st of next year, if you live in Canyon County or CUNA for some reason, you no longer have to worry about getting an emission test. What? Yep, they're getting rid of them for those particular things. Uh, and now they're thinking about maybe getting rid of them for Ada County as well. Since 1984 here in the Treasure Valley, emission testing has been required because of high levels of carbon monoxide. But with the addition of clean burning and electrical vehicles and hybrids and things like that, they, uh, the Boise Regional Department of Environmental Quality is trying to present a theory or at least some evidence that says, hey, listen, we are doing our part so much so that we no longer have to worry about this kind of stuff. Now, this makes some people happy. It also makes a bunch of small business owners very upset. There's a lot of those emissions kind of places that you can go to that are usually run by a couple of people or a person or whatever that have made their living doing that since the mid-80s, and they're upset about it. But also, you know, there's some evidence that we may not be as good as we think we're doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With the carbon monoxide, like, yes, there certainly is an addition of hybrids and electrical vehicles here in the Treasure Valley, but not an overwhelming number enough to impact things, especially with the influx of population over the last five years here in the Treasure Valley. So nothing is done officially for Ada County, but it appears Canny County and CUNA, I don't know why CUNA uh, has decided to do this, but it, and just CUNA in the in Ada County, but apparently that's what's happening. So uh, it's gonna. It's not, again, it doesn't go into effect until July of next year, but now there could be some possibility of not having to worry about that in Ada County as well. So isn't that nice? I'm sure that makes you happy, Big J, as you wrestled with your Mustang for, what, six, seven months? It seemed like a while, yeah. Taken care of now. But. Last night was probably the Thursdayest night football game ever in the history of Thursday night football. The entire time you're watching, you're like, boy, Amazon paid $2 billion for this? My God. 
But final score, Colts 12, Denver and Broncos 9 in overtime. Even Broncos fans at the stadium were giving up on their team uh, before the game was even heading into overtime. The frustration levels in Denver are fairly high as Russell Wilson has not done much to help them do anything on offense. And they just can't seem to figure it out when they're in the red zone. And Russell Wilson throws really bad interceptions at really terrible times. Or they can't block anybody. I mean, they should have just took this Colts team to town. And they lost this game, which is crazy. Of course, game fell. I mean, you know, uh, if you remember... Uh, Nathaniel Hackett had some issues in week one against Seattle and he went for a really stupid long field goal uh, to try to win the game and instead that ended up costing him the game or letting Russell Wilson you know take the ball and try to drive against his former team and then last night he's in field goal range that could tie the game or at least extend overtime and it's a fourth and one pass or play and they decide to go for it and of course they don't they don't get it. And so the game ends on another fourth down miss. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to describe the amount of what appears to be uh, really dumb decisions that are happening in Denver. Does he make it through the season? I don't know. I mean, uh, listen, I, I really, I don't blame him all for this. Like, I, I don't necessarily think it's decision making. That is Seems the like issue it. in Denver. Well, well, let's talk about the rest of the game then. I mean, Russell Wilson's playing like trash. That's not his fault. That's Russell Wilson is done. And they gave him a ton of money. That's a front office call. That's not a head coach call. And so, you know, you're like, okay, he's clearly not the answer. And I think it's because the offensive line is in trouble in Denver. And, oh, by the way, they suffered another major catastrophe yesterday when their left tackle went out and had to be carted off. So I don't know what the answer is, but I'm sure he's going to get the bulk of the blame. And that's fine. But I don't know. I mean, he's a first-time coach. Do you? It's not like he hasn't been in the NFL forever. It's not like an Urban Meyer situation. I don't think he's lost the locker room. But like, you can't. He's an offensive guy. You yeah. Can, you can't. You can't put up these kind of lack of numbers. But you know, injuries. I mean, Williams was out. They lost their starting running yeah, back, nope. and so they're dealing with stuff. But Russell Wilson has been bad, and that's the biggest issue. We got a game Saturday on the Blue Big J. Boise State, Fresno State. It's going to be on Fox Sports. One kickoff is going to happen about 7.45 at Albertson Stadium in downtown Boise. It's going to be a beautiful day. God, 82 degrees when this thing kicks off on Saturday. Who do you like, Big J, in this particular matchup? Uh, boy, let's, uh, let's get more of that uh, of that vibe and that feeling that came from the second half of that game with uh, San Diego State. So I'm going to go Boise State here. Let's keep it going. Fresno State's been terrible too. That 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 uh, could be uh, a deciding factor. They're one and three heading into this game and have uh, had some pretty poor performances. Did okay against USD. Still got blown out as far as offensive numbers were concerned. But the offense has not looked good for Fresno State in the first couple games either. So we'll see what happens uh, Saturday on the blue. Did you watch the trailer for Super Mario Brothers, Big J? Yeah. What did you think? Uh, looks fun. I need more insight. Are you well, going to see it? No, it probably. I mean, you? I don't know. I, I mean, I don't watch a lot of those cartoon-like movies, so. You don't watch any, unless it's a Pixar movie. And well, even still, I mean, even still, no. So, I, I mean, I don't know. Probably not. But you do like a lot of the people involved. Yeah, sure. Chris Pratt's in there, uh, former guest of the morning after Jack Black, former guest of the morning after Sebastian Maniscalco's in it, Big J. Former guest of the morning after Fred Armisen is in it. Seth Rogen, Keenan-Michael Key. Anna Taylor-Joy. Do you like Anna Taylor-Joy? I don't even know who that is. You don't know who Anna Taylor-Joy is? No. What has she been in? Well, she's been... Well, I, I can't imagine you saw Last Night in Snow uh, in Soho, the Edgar Wright movie. I didn't know. Uh, did you see uh, Did you see the M. Night Shyamalan movie um, Split? Nope. Did you see the follow-up to nope. that movie? Uh, did you see <laughs> The Witch? Nope. Did you see... I'm telling you, I've never seen her in anything. Uh, you, did you watch The Queen's Gambit? She's no. in that. No. But you've seen the trailer. You know what the Queen's Gambit yeah, is, yeah. right? The you know, chess thing. Yes. So yeah. the woman who starred in that. Yeah. Is I, I, I've never seen her in anything. Uh, yeah. It sounds like it's a conscious decision. Charlie Day's in it as well as Luigi. What did you think of Chris Pratt's voice? I mean, you only you barely hear any of it. I mean, they made such a big deal about it. At the end, you got to wait till the end to hear him. Uh, it sounds fine to me. Well, he he's he's not he's not trying to do a Mario impression. He just sounds like the dude from the Lego Movie. I mean, it's Chris Pratt's voice. No, I mean, I think there's a there's a, a New York accent ish there. 
You do? Yes, absolutely. All right. But I'm, my point is, it doesn't sound like what you like. How he's not doing a Mario impression as we've heard Mario in all the video games. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. It's definitely. It's like that's Chris Pratt. But he's not trying to put on a Mario thing. But the trailer is out there. If you want to check it out, we'll see. It ends up hitting theaters in April of next year. <laughs> Highly suspect, natural-born killer here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, how big of a believer are you in astrology? Uh, I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't know that much about astrology. What about the world of uh, horoscopes and that kind of stuff? I mean, they're pretty good generalizations. I, I would say, like, my horoscope in particular, my sign, like, I fit a lot of those personality okay. traits, for sure. Are you somebody that would, like, uh, seek out and read a horoscope or believe in that kind of stuff and check it out on a regular no. basis? Do you think that when you're born kind of predetermines a lot of that stuff as opposed to, you know you guiding your own destiny that some of that stuff is predetermined? I have no idea. Like, for instance, if I said that there is a list of basically based on your Zodiac sign, what your favorite Halloween trick-or-treat candy would be, would you think that that would be an accurate portrayal? Yeah, I I don't know. Why don't you give me Virgos? Uh, The answer is Kit Kat. No, not my favorite. I am a Libra, as my birthday was yesterday. And uh, while I enjoy, do you, now do you not like Kit Kats? Or I don't mind okay. Kit Kat, but it isn't my favorite. I'm the same thing. The, the, what, it, what they have said for Libra is very good, and I enjoy it, but it's not anywhere near my favorite, which is the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Uh, for Aries, uh, Snickers. I would probably, if I had to pick one, I would say Snickers would be my favorite. Yeah. Uh, Butterfinger for Taurus, Twix, Gemini, Hunter Grambar. It's pretty good, too, for me. Cancer, that's that. Candy apple for Leo. Kit Kat, as I said, for Virgo. Uh, candy corn for Scorpio. Puh. <laughs> Mr. Goodbar, Big J. Whoa. Sagittarius. Oh, man. November that, through December. So good. Uh, Capricorn is toothbrush. I don't know what that means. I what mean, I the guess hell? They're a clean freak. I don't know. And then M&M's for Aquarius. So that, according to your zodiac sign, suggests what your favorite Halloween treat is for trick-or-treating. Now, how about when you were a little baby, Big J, and you would actually dress up for Halloween and do trick-or-treating? Has your taste changed, or were they pretty much the same? Yeah, they're too? pretty much the same. I, I, you know, it would be Snickers, Mr. Goodbar. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, Milky Ways, remember those, Big J? Yeah. They only come out in Halloween time. <laughs> you never ever see a Milky Way outside of Halloween, I've found. But uh, I used to enjoy those as well. Uh, and so that now you know, according to your zodiac sign, which apparently you're, although they're over two in the studio. Poor Scorpio. Uh, candy corn, I know. Gross, Ugh. right? I don't understand it. I think they should burn it all and throw it in the garbage. Garbage candy. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J's picking out a song just for you. That's happening next on the X Rocks. Disturbed down with the sickness here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. It is time for Big J's What You Gonna Do Fire Me Song of the Week. And first we find out the song and hear it, and then we find out why. Big J, what's your song? Yeah, nothing more is go to war. All right, enjoy. We'll find out why he's playing it next on the X Rocks. I don't know what you had in mind, but here we do we feel safe. Do you feel safe? That is nothing more. That is Go to War. That is Big J's What You Gonna Do? Fire Me Song of the Day. Big J, why are you playing it, man? Yeah, Nothing More is in town tonight. And, uh, man, Nick, I, I remember uh, we first saw them out at Rock in the Range, and it was everybody's like, you got to come see these guys. And it was amazing. They were crazy. Yeah, the first time I saw them was actually here when they opened up for Lacuna Coil. Like, they were the fourth band on the bill, like, opening up, opening, opening up for Lacuna Coil at the Knitting Factory. And they blew me away. That was the day we had them in here for an X session before anybody knew who the hell they were. But it was, still is, one of my favorite X sessions because of how amazing they sounded. And Johnny and the whole crew were in there. And they were, like, playing their asses off for like six people in our conference room and I was like holy cow man they do not mess around and then I saw them on stage that night and I was like that's it I'm a fan and then yes the next time you the first time you saw them and the next time I saw them was at a gigantic stage in front of a festival that also hadn't really heard of them and turning everybody in that festival into fans was really really cool yeah indeed and uh, they're going to do it all again tonight uh, within this moment and uh, the cherry bombs and sleep tokens so that show is uh, you know uh 
you're almost done with this crazy week of concerts at the Rev Center, but uh, it's going to be a great one. And tickets, by the way, still available. If you don't have yours yet, you can uh, pick them up and uh, go check it out yourself. They'll be available at the door. They're also available right now if you want to grab them online at xrock.com, but this will be one that you should not want to miss. Big J certainly will be there. We hope you will be as well. Morning After with Nick and Big J on the way. Some important stuff. Let's not forget we also have to go to hell. That's coming up as well. Stuff. What's going on in the news today? The morning after with Nick and Big J. You asked for it, you wanted it, you got it. Everybody that's been wandering around on social media going, man, you know what I really want? What? More ads in my social media feed. You got it, baby. Yay! Meta is now offering more advertising space on Instagram. So if you click now on the Explore tab and Profile feeds, you will now see ads. Those are two places that ads had not appeared in before. The Explore tab is what you see when you tap the magnifying glass icon, and the Profile feed is what you see when you tap on a post on somebody's profile directly. So now on people's posts or pages that you go to, you'll see advertisements, and then as you're searching for something, you'll see them as well. So far, the response to the addition has not been positive, Big J. Uh, so they are upset that they are seeing more and more ads, but as with anything, you'll get used to it, you'll move on, and uh, it won't bother you much. But people are very upset that they have more listen, ads in their feed. Listen, stop looking up stuff, people. Or clicking on your friends' profiles. That's the other way you can get them. So uh, that's it. Now they're everywhere. You cannot get away from advertisements no matter how hard you try. Dun, dun, dun. It's a free service. That's what you get. It might have been the worst football game uh, in well over a season, but the Indianapolis Colts beat the Denver Broncos 12-9. to Can you find anything good to say about it other than it was close? Yeah, it scored a bunch of points thanks to the Broncos' defense. How so, many did you get? I think uh, 16, 17 points. Were there a lot of turnovers? Yeah, you know was? Okay. yeah, man. God, I thought you watched game. the football I game. I was there, but I mean, it was so awful. I was the tuning out. The Indianapolis Colts' offense is awful, and the Broncos' defense I was like, they're decent. They'll get some points, and boom. They did. They did. Exactly what you do. And they lost the game, so that's even that's more impressive. The, that's the weird part, yeah. <laughs> we got a football game on Saturday on the blue. The Boise State Broncos taking on the Fresno State Bulldogs. Boise State 3-2 and two coming in. This is the first game. Mount West style for Fresno State, but they're 1-3 heading on to the blue. Game's going to kick off around 7.45. It'll be on Fox Sports 1, and you can enjoy it as there's still some tickets available. Should be a beautiful game as well as far as the weather is concerned. We're looking at highs in the 80s tomorrow. It should be fun. I think the Broncos are going to come out on top here. We'll see what ends up happening. And Big J, despite the fact that he's got a shoulder injury, despite the fact that he is going through a divorce, Tom Brady says, I'm suiting up on Sunday for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, he did practice fully yesterday, so he's not going to let anything keep him down. As a matter of fact, Big J, I'm I'm betting this weekend on angry Tom Brady showing up and balling out against the Falcons. I don't I, know, he, he seems I, like he's been b- b- angry this entire season so far. Right, but it's for a different reason. The story finally came out about the divorce lawyers, and I think he could finally let out some of that aggression and show everybody he's okay. I'm sitting down, my higher-drafted quarterback, and I'm playing Tom Brady this week. That's what a luxury. I'm, well, that's what I've said I'm doing. I'm it's making that call. Tom Brady has not been a good fantasy quarterback, but I'm betting this weekend he's going to have a big game. Former guest of the morning after, John Waters. You remember him, Big J? Yeah, of course. Favorite John Waters vehicle? I have no idea. Huh? I couldn't pick a favorite. Could you name two? No. Are you sure you know who John Waters is? I think I do, but at the same time, I don't. What? Do you just hope I don't follow up? Yes, that yes, be? exactly, well, yes! I'm trying to involve you in the you, story. I give you hints like, uh, I don't know what I'm talking about here. And no. You keep, you keep digging deeper like you're an investigative reporter. But when you say, uh, no, you don't give me hints. I asked you a yes or no question that you said yes to. And then I follow it up Damn, with, great, why would you follow I would love up? more detail on what you enjoy about the man. And then you admit that not only do you not know, but you lied about but the first But if part. I also said no, you'd be like, oh, what movie do you hate of No, Trump no, <laughs> if you said you don't know i would remind you who john waters was to help you jog your memory i wouldn't i mean john waters is a fringe film director but he's made movies like hairspray 
He's made movies like A Dirty Shame, and we had him on the show because he also wrote a fantastic book about hitchhiking across America. Does that now help? Yeah, that part I do remember. So the filmmaker is going to direct a movie for the first time since 2004. He wrote and directed the script based on his novel, A Feel Bad Romance. And so now he is turning that into a film, and he finds that now is the time for him to get back behind the camera for the first time in almost 20 years, which is incredible. He's very happy to be back in the business, and he is getting ready to add some demented joy to the screen, and that's mostly what he's famous for. Really weird, really crazy, really, and sometimes gross situations that are happening uh, in the world, and he puts them on screen, and he gets famous because of it. So John Waters is heading back to the movie scene, and you can check it out as it's expected to come out sometime in 2023. Hairspray 3? No, it's not. not, I don't even think there's a Hairspray 2, if we're being perfectly honest. (laughs) Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Americans, Big J, continue to be the worst, especially when we visit other places. It's uh, surprising at this point that they haven't just banned us from going everywhere uh, once again. But I, I'm Well, they're welcome for their ability to live and exist. Get, so, uh, what? Yeah. World War II. <laughs> uh, well, these might not be our friendliest World War II allies, Big J, as we are headed to Italy and around the Vatican for the actual story today, because that's where things went sideways. And American tourists showed up at the Vatican and basically demanded to see Pope Francis. Now, that's not how that stuff works. But that's not Take what, me to the Pope. That's exactly it. This guy didn't care. The man who hasn't been named, but here's what we know. He's in his mid to late 50s. Then went on a rampage at the Vatican when he was visiting the museums there around noon on Wednesday. After being informed that, sorry, uh, the Pope just doesn't seem random people that scream that they want to see him. The man allegedly hurled himself into one of the ancient busts in the museum there, knocking the sculpture off its pedestal, causing it to shatter, according to a local newspaper there. And as he tried to flee from museum security, he knocked down two other busts to the floor as he was running away. Uh, The staff did catch up with him, managed to restrain him until Vatican police arrived minutes later to arrest him. And now, uh, you know, the Vatican is like its own sovereign country, Big J. They don't report to anybody. God knows where this guy is and what's happening to him. He's probably getting exercised or something. And that's no good. Getting put onto a treadmill. Oh, you ruined my joke, bud. What? You said exercised? Oh, no, yeah, no. Sounds like how they put him on a treadmill. That would be torture. Come on, you American fatty. That would be torture for some people. And I get it. But again, I mean, this is like the entitlement that we have where we show up someplace and just expect everybody to bow down to us. And then when it doesn't happen, we throw a fit of which breaking ancient sculptures at the Vatican because our, we don't get our way. And it's not a good look for us, everybody. Well, there's entitlement and then there's kooks. Yes, also true. Usually they go hand in hand, though, Big J, for being perfectly honest. Mm, and so yeah. uh, you got to be careful with what's going on and also just, you know, expectations. Maybe level them a little bit. A sense of reality, anyways, would be nice. It would be nice, yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know much about the process of going to get a visit with the Pope, but I'm guessing it's much more elaborate than whatever this dude thought it was. Yeah, I don't think most people get to visit the Pope. No, it's like the Pope has to say he wants to see you. And then immediately you're like, oh, God, what did I do? Am I in trouble? Am I getting, you know, cast out to hell? I don't know. All these things can be possible. Uh, exercised. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks. <laughs> morning After with Nick and Big J. No other morning show out there gets you more prepared or gives you more updates about the upcoming robot uh, uprising than this show. <laughs> Agree or disagree? Big yeah, usually. And I have got some news on that particular front that may... Make you sleep a little better. Would you like to know? Oh, yeah, man. You've heard of Boston Dynamics, right? (laughs) Yeah, they're the one leading the way in all this stuff. Exactly. They are the one that have the very humanoid-esque robots, or even the one that probably they're most famous for that's gone most viral is the the robot dog named Spot. Well, uh, they have actually decided to team up with about a half dozen other tech companies, and they have signed an open letter pledging 
not to build more robots that will slowly but surely turn on their human users. Isn't that nice? Oh man, what a nice, yeah, it's, it's a promise to yeah. us all. Now, here's the other part that is a little bit concerning. Like on the on the outside, you're like, hey, that's great. They promise not to make robots that will eventually kill us. That's pretty cool. But the letter itself does say that it is non-binding in the letter that they signed. I'm not kidding. And uh, it, it, it's one that they've had about five other companies team up with. But here's the downside to that, Big J. There are about 18 other robotics companies out there currently developing the same kind of robots that have refused to sign the refusal to build robots letter. And so there's more out there that are like, no, we're good. We're going to continue making more ro ro robots. Thanks. Then there are companies that go, maybe not a good idea. Or we're going to see the rise of the machines, Terminator 2 style. And that's never good. But there are more companies out there that are fine with the weaponization of their robots than aren't. So again, it's a nice, I guess, kind of like token and say, here, take this. Guess what? But it, it does say that it's non-binding so that they could change their mind at any time. I mean, what good is that? And there's plenty other uh, robotics companies out there that are like, no, sorry, they're good. Now, the letter does call on lawmakers as well as other robotic developed companies to make similar pledges, but right now, there's only six of them that are. So I'm not sure if this is good news or we should take this as a straight up bad news because there's so many more that are like, yeah, no, we're good. We're good. You can go on killing everybody. It's okay. So this is, again, just a warning that the eventual robot uprising is going to come and we need to be prepared for it. I mean, uh, yeah, unless they, you know, of course, they change their binding agreement on everything. Even then, we still have to get all the other companies to jump on And how on do we know that's actually coming from human beings and not the robots? See, now you're thinking. Now you're thinking. Maybe the robots have mocked this up as a joke. And it's just it's a, they're lulling us into a false sense of security before planning their first and maybe even final attack, Big J. All I'm saying is, watch out. Trust no robot. You ready? Yeah. I don't even. I wouldn't even trust your robot vacuum, to be perfectly honest. I don't already. See? Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your robot update. Now you know what's going on for real. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Big J, with your permission, I'd like to introduce you to possibly the future of fast food. Are you ready? Okay. Uh, they're called smart kitchens. Have you heard of them? Yeah. And if you had to describe them to the layman, how would you do it? Uh, they're just like a, a, a kitchen that's set up to, you know, deliver food for the most part, if I understand it correctly. Just a regular, it's like a kitchen. <laughs> it's not like you can go up the, to it and uh, order something. No, that's exactly what it is, actually. Uh, a smart kitchen for fast food joints would be uh, basically an employee-less opportunity for you to go up, use a touchscreen to put in your order instantly, and then it prepares it for you and basically spits it out to you so that there's no human interaction. There's no, like, drive through window. It's all like a one-stop shop for them to kind of print out your order in food form for you. And it's all getting started in New Jersey. There's a barbecue smart kitchen there. They're testing a system that's basically a bunch of self-order kiosks, and you pick up your food from a locker. Now, other solution includes those robot servers and robot fry cooks that we talked about, but this smart kitchen, which is almost entirely employee-free, is going to be maybe the future of fast food as they continue to have a staff shortage and struggle to find people that want to work, but yet, you know, they want to make money, of course. And so this is the way that you do it. So basically, you'll soon be able to go to pick up a fast food meal without having to interact with another person and not even having to order so far in advance that you have to wait and make sure it's there when you show up. It's literally plug, play, and go. Uh, does this sound like something you might be interested in or easy, or do you prefer the human interaction? Well, I mean, yeah, yeah in, in, human interaction is great, uh, but uh, I also want stuff done right. Uh-huh. So if that works out, then hey, that'd be I'd be up to using it. Yeah, I I, I mean I get it. I certainly would uh, like you know I feel like there is some sort of rite of passage when you are getting into the workforce and you're a teenager and you work in food service. I don't think everybody should do it, but I certainly think, at least from my experience having worked at McDonald's, it helped me appreciate those people that do that. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I have I have an understanding of what they're going through. I've done some of the job myself, and so therefore it has helped me in my adult life 
treat those that do that job with some respect, which I feel probably is lacking in those people that haven't experienced that kind of job before. And if we are dealing strictly with robots, I'm not exactly sure how that at all is going to work out. But I certainly understand the convenience side of things from a, uh, you know, a customer standpoint. And I understand a, hey, man, we can't get bodies in this place, but we want to stay open and serve food as much as possible from a company standpoint. So this may be the only way we kind of get to the best of both worlds as long as they're working. But Big J, much like human beings... Machines can malfunction, you understand? Yeah. So maybe if you ask for extra hot sauce, they may not put anything on it. And, I'm, and the only problem there is you have nobody to complain to when they get it wrong, you know? You pretty much have well, to suck it up. somebody's telling those robots what to do. You are. No, no, no. When you put in your order. But I'm saying if they get it wrong, who do you complain to if it's completely automated, right? You send an email and you hope they get back to you, but you're, you know, it's not like you're going to get another order. Yeah, that's true. They're going to have to figure it out. Final score from the Thursday night football game. That was a yawner. It is the Colts 12, Broncos 9 in overtime. The field goal fest. There were no touchdowns in the game. It was rough to watch. Hopefully the game on the blue tomorrow night a little bit better. Boise State versus Fresno State at Albertson Stadium. 7.45 kickoff. If you're not going to the game, it is on Fox Sports 1. But it should be gorgeous football weather for that and it's always nice when you see somebody that was on the street yesterday now making some nfl waves and uh you have a guard for the new england patriots named sebastian gustieras he's 23 years old he played for minot state and he was working at a north dakota pizza parlor last week and now he's an offensive tackle for the new england patriots so uh congratulations to him and maybe it's somebody you should keep an eye out for or at least cheer for yeah because uh, it's always nice when somebody it's like the kurt warner story was working at a grocery store then he's slinging touchdown passes for the rams it's cool man. that kind of thing although not exactly the whole hubba baloo of an offensive tackle that's a little bit of a different story but still true it's a thing uh the three largest theater chains in the united states have all agreed to let netflix's glass onion screen for thanksgiving if you're not aware that is the knives out sequel it will get a theatrical run and it'll happen the month before the movie hits the actual netflix streamer According to the Hollywood Reporter, Rain Johnson has agreed to uh, an assignment with AMC Theaters, Cinemark, and Regal, where the uh, movie will open up in 600 cinemas uh, nationwide, and then you can get it, check it out Thanksgiving week, and then right around Christmas time, it pops up on the streamer. So if you want to see the movie in theaters, you'll have the opportunity to do exactly that. I think we should probably do a podcast on that. I agree. Knives Out was my favorite movie of the year when yeah. it came out. I love really good. it. And I am very excited for the sequel, no lie. I am geeked up about it. Uh, I'm excited to see Daniel Craig back in the role. So let's get her handled. So around Thanksgiving week, you're in the running. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and uh, we got some tickets for you happening Saturday night at the uh, Knitting Factory. Clutch is coming back. Man, they put on a great show. Oh, by the way, Helmet also going to be there opening up. Crazy. So we'll get you set up with these tickets. If you can beat me, Pop Culture Smackdown, and bring your rear ends down here before 4 o'clock to pick these tickets up. Yeah, show is tomorrow. We're not open on the weekends. Got to make sure you don't waste these Clutch and Helmet tickets. So if you want to go tomorrow tomorrow night, now would be the time to get on the phone, 208 208- 287-1003. How you feeling, Big J? Is it going to be a good day? Yeah. We shall see. Hello, the X. How's it going? Good, man. What's your name? Mike. All right, Mike. You're up first. Mike, Matt Damon won an Oscar for co-writing what film? Uh, damn it. What's it called? Give me a second. Oh, it is. <laughs> Come on, Mike. Three, oh, my God. Two, one. Ah, the internet right. is undefeated. Good job. Uh, Big J, Scott Bakula played a 30-something quarterback trying to re-revitalize a college football program in what 1991 film? Necessary roughness. That is correct. Well done. Mike, back to you. Ozzy Osbourne's wife's name is this. 
Sharon. Sharon is correct. Sharon. Big J, this actor was cast in Brian Singer's Superman Returns film and played him for exactly one movie. Brandon Roth. Good job. Right. Uh, back to you, Mike. We need to know uh, Nick Swartzen played a wonderful bearded character alongside a bunch of people that are very funny on this NBC sitcom all about community and uh, local government. Oh, uh... Parks and Rec? Parks and Rec is absolutely acceptable. Well played. Big J, back to you. We need to know, what's the most popular dog breed in America as of 2022? Um, let's go with the Corgi. Corgi! No. Not even on the top five, Big J. Listen, that was for Lincoln. German Shepherd, Pug, or Labrador Retriever? Probably German Shepherd? Nope. Wrong. Uh, Labrador Retriever. There you go. Now you got it. Right. I mean, giving the age, I mean, it seems like that would be a popular breed for almost all time. Sure. Yet it was your third choice. Congratulations, man. You got yourself all you set up with, date. with clutch and helmet tickets for Saturday night. Mike, hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We'll talk lounge at the end of the universe next on the X Rock. <laughs> That is Three Days Grace. I hate everything about you here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Another great weekend of awesome events at Lounge at the End of the Universe. And we're going to talk about a couple things that are happening this weekend. We'll start with our friend from a wonderful improv troupe here in town. I'll let you do the introduction so that people can remember exactly yeah. what we're yeah, talking introduce about. introduce yourself. Fire when ready. Good morning, Boise! Thank you for turning yeah, away yeah. from the microphone this, this time. time. <laughs> yeah, this time. Yeah, yeah. I'm Robert Long from Things and Company, and we have another new improv format that I don't believe Boise's ever seen before that we're doing tomorrow night at 10 o'clock. I love it. And uh, you've talked about this and hinted at it before, maybe even off the air, about some of the things that you're very excited about doing, but it's called uh, Sequelitis. Am I saying it right? The show is called Sequelitis. It is based on a movie, uh, improv form called the movie which is actually my favorite improv form you're simulating a motion picture on stage so uh you're watching a live movie essentially special effects and all that and since it's october we're doing horror movies this weekend next okay so uh yeah we've we've uh in rehearsing the form we last night we did oh i'm blanking on what we did last night we did slither 2 we did cabin in the woods 2 oh man we've done suspiria (laughs) 2 we did arachnophobia 2 we did my bloody saint patrick's day all right so we've been practicing the form and we will get from the audience what movie should we do the sequel to and then we'll improvise night of the lepus 2 what is Night that? of the what? Night of the Lepus. What is Night of the Lepus? Oh, it's a terrible like '60s horror movie about rabbits. Oh my God! Watch wow! Out. Watch you, out. you better be there to suggest. No, it, I cannot be there because that's what we're taking from the audience. Is what I'll find movies. somebody and be like, "Hey, throw this out there. Screw with them a little bit." Yeah, I've got friends uh, who are commenting on the Facebook post and going, "You should do it." I guess that would be it, part three. I guess so. Uh, but yeah, I, I love the forum. I'm excited to do an improvised horror movie, and it's tomorrow night at 10 o'clock. Fan of horror movies in general, do you enjoy that kind of genre of film, or is that not in your wheelhouse? Love it. Okay. Com- comedy and horror have a fine line, and so Cabin in the Woods is is one of my absolute so, favorite great. films. That's great. Yeah, so I've got horror movies I need to catch up on. I have a friend who wants to binge watch the good Halloween films before Halloween ends comes out. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I, I love the genre. So uh, let me ask you this. As somebody that, that relies on audience suggestion, especially when it comes to movies, I know you're very well versed in the world of pop culture. I mean, that, there's no doubt about that, Robert. But do you ever get a suggestion of something that you're completely unaware of or completely unaware? Like, you're a movie just, like, like... Just happened. Exactly. But I mean, like, you would you haven't had to do an improv scene about it. I mean, has anything ever blanked you oh absolutely yeah i mean you get a suggestion like i don't know what that is and you either ask the audience to explain it or you fake it and <laughs> pretend that you do know what it All is right. i like I, it i once sold the word wildren as a rhyme by saying i know what it means do you what were you rhyming it with children children okay yeah. very well done very well done what, what does it mean 
Uh, we'll <laughs> yeah. Make it up. Now tell me what the actual definition is. I don't know what it means. I'm dumb. <laughs> but you can check it out. It's going on tonight at uh, the Lounge at the End of the Universe. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, excuse Tomorrow. me. At the Lounge at the End of the Universe and loungeboise.com is where you have your tickets tonight. And tomorrow night, we have a headliner in town that's always good to see. Alvin Williams joined us back in the studio. How are you, man? I'm doing good, man. It's good to see you again. You as well. Thank you for getting up early and coming in and talking about things. How has life been? Life's been great. I was just really thinking about how all of you all are really interesting early in the morning, and I don't know how to do that yet. Like, that skill don't, set. We don't learn. Impressive. It's all fake. It's all fake. <laughs> yeah. My, my advice is don't learn. Don't get up at, like, before 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, don't yeah. do it. Like, I'm I'm an evening interesting. You, you know what I mean? Like, this is... <laughs> I feel like I get exposed when they put a mic in my face and early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> You're great, man. And it's yeah. always good to see you. You're playing at the Lounge of the Universe tonight and tomorrow night. Uh, and you've got some Amazon specials under your wing at this point, too, that you want people to check out, right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I've got It's Gonna Get Better uh, and also uh, T.O.B.S. That's my newest one. Beautiful. So I'm, I'm excited about that one as well. And uh, this, this weekend, going to work out some stuff and want some people there so that we can do it together. I like it very much. You know, How does that relationship begin? Because getting on Amazon is a pretty big deal, and yeah. you've been able to do that a couple times over. That's got to be a pretty nice thing to have in your back pocket, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the, fir- the first time, it's, it really was overwhelming. Um, but then the second time around, it was like, all right, we, we know the process. We know how this works. And it, it was way faster because the first time took months. And, and it was just like, are you going to approve us? Like, what's, what's happening here? Because it was always something coming back to us. And and this time around, it's like, all right, we got it. We, we're good. Alvin's a package deal. Like, let's let's do it. So, that's awesome. Yeah, man. Like, I, I feel I feel really good now. Like, now now that's the that's the norm. That's the floor. You, you know? Congratulations. Yeah. That's great. When you're, um, you know, as you say, uh, kind of getting ready for a special and, and maybe mm-hmm. – you know, like uh, doing some new material. Yeah. Is that exciting or is that like uh, nerve wracking? It is nerve wracking. Yeah. Like, I'm, I mean, I've been thinking about it for the last couple of weeks because, you know, you have the special and it's like you've worked so hard on that material. You can do that, you know, with your eyes closed, you know, like mine behind your back. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you have to start from scratch again because all that stuff's out in the public and in people who are coming to see you, they've seen that. So, you know, you're not you're not going to do like, hey, here's Alvin Williams, the musical, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm, you know, working out new stuff. So it's, it's like you remember VH1 Unplug where they like do the songs and they explain everything behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Working out a new set is like that, except you've never played the songs before right. and you have no explanation. <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> Alvin, you, you've been doing this for a while. Do you like when you're putting together a new special, a new hour, do mm-hmm. you are you working? I know obviously you're working it out on the road but is, yeah. there, is there like a home base a club that you go to that you like to really kind of get things started this and start things off this, this is it it's I all it. it's all with my entire 16 year career i've always started it in boise that's amazing yeah i i feel like this is this is the power source this is the fortress of solitude okay you know, like so damn yeah i mean it, it used to be used to be like six shows and i'd start on thursday and by sunday i'd have a finished product and now it's two shows but i mean i'm i'm better now yeah so, so i i think i can i can Work it on out uh, in these in these next two days, and I, I've had a lot prepared for it, so I'm just excited to actually put it put it out there. So That's awesome. this is this is the first. So. And so when you when you're figuring out, okay, now's the time to film the special. You obviously mm-hmm. have your pick of which club do you want to go to. Yeah. What do you go through in your mind to to, to select? Like, here's the place that I'm going to film this particular hour. Honestly, it's really a it's a feel. It's like you. You know how uh, a baby bird is ready to fly. You, you right. know, it's it's like that. It's like, all right, here's here's it. I I know I'm gonna nail it at this next place. You know the audience is gonna match exactly what you have to say, and you're like, this is this is it. Let's you know bring the cameras. Let's do it. And it's a whole different energy, I imagine too, when the cameras are rolling and everybody knows it's a special that's getting filmed, that kind of stuff. And that's what I found out the very first special that I did. I found out um, you'll see it if you watch it. Which you will. <laughs> um, you'll see the audience in the front is not reacting, and you still hear a lot of laughter. Well, the people in the back are laughing hysterically, sure, but they don't have a camera in their face. Right, the right. People in the front, they're so worried about how they look that they they're focused on the camera and they just they become mannequins, right. you know. And that's the part that I remember from last time. So the second special that I did, I involved the audience more. 
so that they were focused on me and not the the cameras. And so that's I love it. Yeah, Smart. I mean it's yeah. things you don't think about when you're just doing a live show with no cameras. When the cameras are there, you, there are things you have to adjust for. Yeah, as you well. learn and adapt for yeah. sure. Uh, Alvin Williams is in studio. If people want to follow you on social media, you got some great stuff out there. What's the best place to find you? Yeah, they can find me either on Instagram at Comic Alvin Williams or TikTok at Comic Alvin Williams. Either one that works. Yeah, or oh, as you say, you. alvinwilliamscomedy.com as oh, well. Oh, my website. Yeah. yeah, sure. Check it out as well. But there yeah, are yeah. lots I'm of people prepared, man. I'm your new publicist. <laughs> They're like, anything else you want to add, Alvin? <laughs> search, him on, search him on Amazon Prime as well because you got a couple of specials up there. And you can see him in person both tonight and tomorrow night at the Lounge at the End of the Universe. Loungeboise.com has tickets for both Alvin Williams and Sequelitis. So check them out. And uh, the beauty of uh, Saturday is you can double dip too. It's always nice to check out both things. So uh, do yourself a favor and go check out some great live comedy this weekend. Uh, Alvin Robert, thank you very much for coming in. We always appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you. Morning after with Thanks. Nick and Big J. We appreciate you, my man. Let's take one final look at traffic. It's headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Go spit. Happy to see me or get it on? Go spit. New research shows that waxworm saliva can actually break down plastics, a polymer that's used in 30% of all plastic production, which is incredible. Now, this particular uh, polymer is incredibly difficult to break down, but the worm saliva has been shown to really significantly speed up this process. Now, even more importantly, scientists were able to produce the saliva synthetically, so it's fake spit on top of everything else. So that means that large amounts of real worms won't be needed for the process, which is always nice. The scientists are hopeful that this knowledge can be used in waste management facilities or to create an at-home plastic degrading kit. Would you buy your own synthetic worm saliva, Big Gay? I I don't think so. Well, we already know that uh, from your wife's phone call last week that you're anti-recycling, so this makes sense. Yep. Happy to see me or get it on? Get it on! Some Ukrainians are planning uh, and hosting a huge sex party in the event of nuclear war, Big Jay. So far, more than 15,000 people have signed up on Telegram. The location, a hill outside of Kyiv. And that would uh, be, it would be participants are encouraged to draw colored stripes on their hands, including the acts they want to participate in. Look out. Even in the worst case scenario, people will look for something good, according to one woman that has uh, claimed herself present for the event. Uh, I guess that's the mega optimism of people that are seeing some terrible things. Maybe they're just like, I want to do something good for a second. It is an attempt to show that there are that there are other things out there besides just the war in the Ukraine and the people there are also trying to transform bad energy into good energy. Uh, but of course, the the invite is in case of nuclear war, so it's not exactly a great great situation. You understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, can't you do one without the other? Yeah, I mean you can have an orgy pretty much anytime you want to. My understanding, you just got to send out the invites. Uh, but maybe it takes a nuclear war before 15,000 people will say, yeah, I'll bang somebody on a hill. I don't know. Yeah, just ask Electric Six. I don't get that reference, Big J. Okay. You're not going to help? No. I'll come. Well, you want to start a nuclear war. A nuclear war. Is that an Electric Six yes, song? It's one of the, well, it's part of one of the songs. I see. Uh, we'll wrap it up with Happy to See Me. A New York City man accused of smuggling three Bernese pythons in his pants, Big J. His name is Calvin Bautista, and he allegedly tried to move the animals into New York from Canada a couple years ago. But Bautista was arraigned on Tuesday on federal smuggling charges because pythons can, of course, be injurious to human beings and are among the world's largest snakes. They're also considered an invasive species in Florida, and so he is now facing 20 years in prison because he tried to hide some snakes in his trousers doesn't work like that sorry everybody so make sure you're bringing in your pets and animals legally big j we've been saying this for years yeah everybody likes Plus, to smuggle is that stuff really in. where you want some pythons i that's the other question to this like i mean well i mean let's let's cross-examine that to any animal do you want any wild animal in your pants no right. i mean no but least of all a python yeah who knows but he's okay except that he's facing 20 years in prison Morning After with Nick and Big J. That is going to do it for headlines. We are going to still give you some tickets to stuff. We got some clutch tickets coming up next with Bad Impressions on the X Rocks. I'm not impressed. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Hey, Bad Impressions brought to you by Trader Valley Subaru. Easy and easy out location next to the Idaho Center exit off the freeway. We got tickets for you. Clutch is happening tomorrow night at the Knitting Factory. So 
We'll get you those. Also, helmet opening up. Could be a great show. You just need to come pick those up at, by 4 o'clock today and figure out bad impressions. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play a little game we call Bad Impressions. Big J's got three clues. They revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you could figure out who that famous person is, clutch, dude. Tomorrow night. Clutch. Pretty awesome. Are you ready, Big J? Yeah. To the phones we go. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Javier. All right, Javier. You're up first, man. Good luck. All right. Who's ready for a bunch of Dr. Grace Augustine in the coming Avatar sequels? Huh? Uh, next one. I really did enjoy playing Dana Barrett in the Ghostbusters universe. Oh. One more. I stand by the thought Aliens is one of the best sequels ever made, and I loved playing Ripley. Sigourney Weaver? Yeah. Javier, good job, brother. Nice. You are going to clutch. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those tickets. Please hold tight. Why is Sigourney Weaver in the news? Hey, Saturday, she's got a birthday, Nick. Happy birthday, Sigourney. How old do you think Sigourney is? Hmm, 63. No, she's she's 10 years older than that. She is 73. Good for her. And going to be very busy with those Avatar movies coming out. Uh, But uh, she is one of the, she's one of the best, man. She is. uh, Fantastic, kick-ass female action star. Great dramatic and comedic actress. She uh, hits all notes. Wonderful job. And and Ripley is is one of my favorite characters. I mean, it's just. Believe it or not. Aliens is great. It is. It's fantastic. And she is great in all of them, as a matter of fact. Regardless of the quality of the movie, she's still great in it. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We're going to call somebody that might win $1,000 from us as part of our inflation retaliation drawing. It's about time we hear from some winners. That's coming up next on the X Rocks. That is Slipknot. That is Yin here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And of course, you may have heard we're doing something called the inflation retaliation, trying to give away as much money as we possibly can. And it's about time we touch base with a winner. Let's see if we can't get somebody on the phone this morning. Hello. Hello, this is Roy. Roy, how you doing, man? It's Nick and Big J over at the X. How are you, pal? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? We're all right. We're hoping we can make your day just a little bit better. I don't know if you're aware, but I imagine you probably know. You've been texting in code words to try to win some money. Does that sound familiar? Yes, sir. I've been trying my hat off. <laughs> Well, I've got good news for you, Roy, because we officially drew your name this morning. You are going to win $1,000 from us, brother. No way. That is awesome. $1,000, brother. $1,000. Yes, that is great. Congratulations, my friend. Do you have anything that you have have planned for the money now that you know you're getting a grand? Uh, We have a little road trip planned, and I know that's going to help us out a lot with that, so... That is going to be cool. Nice. Where are you going? Can I ask? We're going to a wedding in California, so that's going to help with some gas and going to make things a little bit more comfortable so that's going to be awesome awesome that's yeah. that's what it's all about so uh congratulations that is awesome man i appreciate that so much that's so cool that's all it takes hey uh listen roy seriously jay and i appreciate you listening very much very happy that we could hook you up with a thousand dollars thank you so much for listening man we appreciate it no th- thank you guys man i've, I've been listening to you guys forever so, and i do appreciate it be like Roy, you guys. He won himself $1,000. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for texting in. Those key code words come in handy, and they're happening all day long, 11, 1, 3, and 5. The more code words you text in correct, the more opportunities you have. We do a fresh new drawing every single day, and it's great to give people that listen like Roy a chance to win $1,000, and sometimes it comes through. I mean, we've been doing it now for two weeks. Uh, that yeah. is $10,000 we've given away so far, Ooh, and plenty more to come. I know. So So make sure you're listening and make sure you're texting in those code words. Special thank you to Alvin Williams and Robert from Things and Company for coming in and talking about the lounge at the end of the universe. We've got a lot of stuff happening this weekend. Reminder, Big J is going to be out of Pride for 22 tomorrow at the uh, Terrace Drive-In in Caldwell. Go check that out. Support some great mental health people and maybe support your own mental health while you're at it. And that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, I was just going to say, come out and hang out with us. And Woodsy going to be back in town, so that'll be fun. Love that, too. Uh, So come on out and say hi in Caldwell over the weekend. It's happening on Saturday. Starts at 2 o'clock out there. You guys have a good one. We'll see you on Tuesday, Big J. That's it for us. Have a good one. It's the X Rocks.